Peter's been a longtime friend of mine, and I want you to get to know him. I was on his podcast, which, to be honest with you, has been around before mine. And uh, he asked me to be on and talk about indie tech. And I really think you're going to like this. Check it out. On Point, hosted by Peter Van Artrike. Conversations with interesting and informative experts on technology, branding, culture, social media marketing, and other great topics. Hello again, everybody. I'm Peter Van Artrike, your host for On Point, brought to you by our good friends at Wells Media, which includes Carrier Management, Insurance Journal, and other fine publication. Our guest today is Jason Cass with the Insurance Alliance in beautiful Merrifield, Illinois. Jason, welcome to the show again. Thank you very much, Peter. Jason uh, is a good pal, um, somebody I've, I've been um, admiring and hanging out with o- over the last, uh, I want to, it's probably 15 years or so, Jason, yep, would you about say? About then, yep. yeah. Um, and um, of course, Jason has uh, eclipsed my ability to be the king of all media, although I, I try. <laughs> um, J- Jason is is in a different place. Um, and uh, I, I want to... I, you know, first ask you how the business is going, um, but also we're going to get into a pretty cool event that you you and your uh, com- comrades have conceived, and uh, we'll talk about that. That's going to be Indie Tech 2023 in, in August. But first, Jason, let's um let's just level set the the crowd here. Um, talk a little bit about you know how you got into the business um, of owning an independent agency and uh, the kind of folks you insure, and just tell us how the business is going. My father-in-law told me the first time he met me, maybe the second, but I remember we were outside by the grill cooking pork steaks. And he told me he was a very successful insurance agency owner or agents, agent life and health. And he was getting ready to retire. And he said, boy, I tell you what, you need to be in insurance. And I told him I'd never be in insurance a day in my life. True Mm -hmm. story. 9-11 happened. Didn't have anything to do. Went and got my license on my own. No one would hire me because I didn't have any training. Mm -hmm. Guy by the name of Mike Beard did. Um, switched agencies a couple times, got a bunch of promises made to me. There's probably a lot of agents out there that that's their story too. Decided to start on my own in 2010, started JDC Insurance Group, joined my current business partner in 2015. Um, and uh, we revamped it to the Insurance Alliance. Today, we're a three-location agency in Southern Illinois. I can drive about 10 miles uh, west here, and I can see the arch. And then mm-hmm. I've got another agency 70 miles from me and another one 30 miles from that. So, uh, we do commercial insurance is what our driving force is. We're building on our personal lines. We have over the last couple of years been very successful with that. We write accounts that are usually around 150 to anywhere around 400, 500, $600,000 in premium. We have a very specific process for how we do that. Um, and in the course of that, running parallel to that, I started agency intelligence. Um, I started the podcast in 2013. Ironically enough, Peter, it's been 10 years. Um, and I know you've been going longer than me, actually. I tell that to mm-hmm. people when they call me the OG of podcasting. I'm like, no, 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 no. There actually was somebody else. And I say Peter Van Artrike. And the the people that are 45 years and older go, yeah, I know that guy. And people 45 years and under go, who the hell is that? And I said, well, you're missing out. What name is that? Cool. Yeah. You know, and so, yeah, so, so then, yeah, I started, I created, I wrote a book called customer service is just foreplay. It's the modern customer experience that will separate you in 2014. No one was talking about a customer experience and I was, and I broke that down into six sections and that'll tie in later um, listeners to what we're talking about with the event, because I took that set, that, that, that experience 
from when a customer first hears our name to when they're buying multiple products from us at the very end and referring people out. What are the stages that they go through to create that customer experience? And in 2014, I created what was known as the tools that would be in each one of those sections. And today, those tools become technology. So long story short, that's what I do. I know I actually really am impressed with myself that I kept that under five minutes. <laughs> well, like uh, spoken like a true insurance producer, my friend, um, you know, somebody who was uh, in marketing and sales. So uh, I, I would fully expect that. Um, so uh, in, in past years, um, our company used to run an event called Artrike Brand Camp. And oh, yeah. uh, we still conduct it. Um, for uh, specifically for clients, but um, the the staging, you know, the the industry outreach, the uh, the goal of success for us it was 120 people. But I think you're looking for um, something a little different with Indie Tech 2023. Um, so first of all, Jason, let's just um, talk about how what was the genesis of of this event and uh, who's it for and why why are you doing this. The genesis of this event was brand camp. And, and, and that's, oh, that's the okay. truth, right? Because like here I am invited to this on a scholarship. I'm 2011. I, I haven't, I just started my agency. I'm bored and, you know, whatever. And, and I get invited to this on a scholarship. I go to it. I believe it was in uh, Colorado at, uh, I think in uh, Boulder. Boulder maybe? Yep. That's where it was. Beautiful okay. little, uh, vintage. Uh, antique hotel. Uh, really, really, really. Yeah, the Boulderado. I love that. Yeah, place. that was badass. That right there taught me that people will get together. They will come from vast distances to get together to learn. That taught me that. And then when I also noticed in that room, as some of the most smartest people in the industry at that time and are still today, were in that room. And that made me realize that the, the the truth of the five people you are the um, that you hang out with is who you are. That made me realize that. And at that time, you have to keep in mind, listeners. I mean, I am I am literally thirty one, thirty two years old, and probably younger than that. And the, the thing that that that's where that came from. So as I started putting this together, and what helped me to create the podcast was, is I had a young guy come up to me and he told me this great idea one day in twenty twelve. And I told him, I said, man, that's a great idea. You should tell that to people. And he says, I am. I'm telling it to you. You're the one who has the microphone. And I was like, oh, shit, I should create a <laughs> podcast, you know, and that's where it came from. And then we created BrainShare. So BrainShare was created in 2016, where here's where the brain camp thing. It's the same thing. It's where I said, we're all going to sit in one room for a day at these round tables, and we're going to discuss and have table sessions and work together. And people were like, I don't know, Jason. And sure enough, I needed 50 people and I got 50 people. Now we limit it. It's invite only to 100 people. We just actually, the end of March here last week, we just had it in New Orleans. It's a, a wonderful event. Upon doing that event has made me realize that we don't have a technology event. I went to ICT, InsureTech Connect. If you're an independent insurance agent and you want to go to that, go to it. But if you're looking for it to help your agency, it's not going to. There's nothing there that's relative to independent insurance agents other than our carriers that are there and the, you know, insure techs that, that are going. Cause so that's another conversation we'll talk about. But then I went to AppliedNet with you, Peter. And then I realized that. Mm -hmm. 
Applied Net has the best show. And I'm not just talking about like the entertainment. I'm talking about the way that they track out their stuff and they have tracks for different things. And I thought, okay, if we could take what we do at ITC and then we could take what they do over at Applied and then we take what we kind of did at Brand Camp slash Brain Share and we kind of mix that together, we could create something pretty cool. We could create an experience. And we could do that by allowing the indie techs to showcase what they do. And that's why we're going to call it the indie tech showcase experience. Because there's an experience for the attendees, but there's also an experience for the insure tech vendors, partners that are there. So mm-hmm. it's pretty cool. Yeah. But that's 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 where the genesis of me understanding the concept that people will come together to learn. And Peter, one thing to add, as I've went through this industry, we have these conferences that are are good. They're 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 necessary. I'm not going to down them, but like the education that's taught there is dictated by CE, and CE is dictated by the Department of Insurance. And the things that we need to be teaching and learning, especially for the next generation and perpetuation, those things don't qualify for CE. So sometimes people don't look at these big national events and say, oh, well, there's no value. There's no way you can say that about this event. This event is strictly for independent insurance agents and the technology that is made for them. Yeah, so that's very, that's good. Very and passionate I, about it. You know, I, I wasn't um, seeking glory when I said, you know, I mentioned uh, Brandcamp. Uh, I, I brought it up because I, I wanted to express the the amount of work it takes to put a conference on like i i our, our team we did six of them our team is just um just were buried for six months trying to even a small conference let alone um we're going to get into more what you're doing jason let alone what you're doing but um it was just a lot of work but so well worth it because you're right it was it was there's something about the people being the show it wasn't about powerpoint presentations we we had some but it was mainly kind of theater in the round and the audience the people you said traveled long ways to come together to learn um was the show for me in my mind it's like Mm -hmm. let's make it about them they've got more ideas than we do and together we came up with some really cool things uh and that was um starting in 07 uh it was the beginning of uh i love what you say about experience because Everything else is just a race to the bottom when it comes to price. You know, how much is the convention cost or how much does this insurance coverage cost? I mean, it's if it's always about the price, nobody's going to win. Um, experiences are really what it's all about, brother. Yeah, it, it really truly is. And it, it really is. And and here here's the, here's another reason why I'm coming up with this, because it wasn't until the ACT meeting that I'm sitting in the back and I've talked to a few people in the room at the applied thing. And, and I'm talking to people about this and they're like, well, yeah, this and that, well, yeah, this and that. And it's like, you know, this and that is not accomplishing what is inevitable. And when I say that, what I mean by that is this, is that we've had this insure tech thing and we've all been sucked into it, right? FinTech has their own thing. Prop tech has their own thing. Indie tech doesn't. And I say this, uh, uh, this is something to try to put piece together for people is that all indie tech is insure tech, but not all insure tech is indie tech. And that's important to realize what I'm saying there. 
because this stuff that we're telling that they're telling me that I'm using is insure tech. I'm telling you right now, 90 plus percent of the technology that me and the people that are listening to this, that are agency owners. And if you're an agent, you're working in an agency. That's the same thing. It's indie tech. It's technology that is created specifically for the independent insurance agent. I can't be an Allstate agent and use this. I can't be a consumer and use this with my agent. I can't be a carrier and use this. This is specifically made for independent insurance agents. So why do we keep getting lumped into that? And that's and that's where the ITC, that's why they're limiting. They don't know, right? So everybody's talking about this Indie Tech or this InsureTech 2.0. And I've heard this mentioned. And where I think they're going with this, Peter, is they go back, Peter and listeners, to the six sections I talked about in customer services foreplay. That's how we broke this, this event up. And when we do that and you think about it, let's take the first three. Let's take sales and let's put the sale of the product right in the middle. The first three sections are lead development, cultivating leads, converting leads, okay? Some stuff like that off the top of my head. Those are things that are in every sales industry. If you are an industry that re- that requires sales, you have those same things. You have CRMs. You have, um, you have a ways uh, to lead aggregators and to aggregate your leads. There's a lot of things that have been made easy for us when we're prospecting and when we're selling. But here's where the problem comes in, is once we go from the sale forward, when we go from the sales process, the quoting and sales process forward, that's something you have to know. You have to know an insurance agency, because here's what you have to know that's overwhelming, is that you have to know that we do it differently than any other industry. And not only that, we do it differently from each other doing it differently than every other industry. That's how complicated this can possibly be. Carriers have run into this. Vendors have run into this. That's why we have integration problems and lack of APIs built out because of this of this issue. Now, what we can do is we can realize that, yes, it's InsureTech 2.0, but it's really IndieTech 2.0. We're seeing today the risk advisors, the wonder rights, the client circles, the I could go on and on of the agency Zoom, which was created, which is bought by Vertifor, but which was created by agents. You're starting to not say, and listeners, if you're working with this technology, you know this to be true. Very rarely are you sitting down with technology anymore saying, hmm, no one who wrote, who made this? Were they sitting on this side of the table when they did? Because you're not saying that much anymore because the products are being are being created specifically for us. Now, what we need to do is not get whooped up into this insure tech. Peter, I'm calling right now 167 people that are classified as indie techs, and I know less than 30 of them. Mm-hmm. And when I'm talking to them about these products out there, these people need to be exposed. They need the showcase because agents will walk around and go, holy crap, I didn't know there was technology out there that would do that. I'm doing that every day as I'm talking to these people. So we know we're going the right way. We know we're doing the right thing. And and it's only a matter of time, especially with 101 Weston and Aubie Knight and what they're doing out in North Carolina. It's all coming together and that's why I think that this event is is monumental for where we're at. And I think we'll look at it that way in a couple of years. Sorry, okay. I'm long-winded. I'm very passionate about this. Yeah, no, I know. That's good. I That's why I wanted to chat with you about this for the podcast. Um, so what are what are some of these, this is a dumb question category. Um, okay. When, when, 
167 different tech firms. What are some of the things that they're doing to help agents succeed? What are the what are the types Correct. of technologies and what part of the workflows, so, et cetera? Right. Okay. So we can get very, I want to explain it and we can, I mean, I can stay high level granular, but here's what I want to love. Let's just keep it short, as short as I can for the listeners. Everything that we think that our AMS should do that doesn't, that's what it does, right? Accord applications. Accord applications, it's nothing but a place for me to fill it out. And they made it seem like it was a really fabulous idea when they made them fillable, right? We didn't have to put it in a little field for it to populate over there. They're like, oh, we got this super thing now. You can just fill it right in. Ooh, that's sexy. The problem with it is I still have to save it. I still have to get it signed. I still need applications filled out, some of them by my clients. I have my CSRs and my VEs that are working with my producers. We have multiple people that are working on this one application to get it done. And now we've just, it's been a nightmare. You're never able to follow that. You're never able to create submissions and be able to track them through a carrier. These type of things are allowed now. Why do we submit things to a carrier and we don't know when it's going to come back? Why can people order a pizza? Why can people get UPS, but yet they know when the, 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 it's going to be delivered to them? These are the different types of things and ways that people are looking at this. Whenever I should be able, if my, if my um, producers go out and collect information and give it to the VE or to my CSR, doesn't matter which, and they're filling out the application, what if there's four things that the agent didn't get? You're all listening to this going, oh my gosh, we got to get back with the agent and the agent's got to get with the client or I have to call the client. And then the client's wondering why I'm calling, asking these questions when they deal with the agent. I get it. We we all get it. We all run agencies, right? The fact is that's out of the way now. With Wonderwrite, I can simply click it. My, 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 v, uh, my CSR can click the questions and email them directly to it. And the person just fills it out in the email and replies back and it goes right into the system and fills it and finalizes it and creates the submission. I mean, these are things that are, are, are electrifying in the ways that are being done. I got a guy that's going to be there that he's building AI. He's taking chat GPT. I just had him at my brain share. I had him come in and zoom and everybody in there is blown away because what he can do is, is he can take AI and put it into the browser. Now, let me tell you how powerful this is, Peter. It eliminates the need for APIs. It eliminates the need for integrations. Because with simply putting the information into something like, let's say, a risk advisor, something I would encourage. Once again, these these products I talk about, I do not make any money from them. I want you to know that. Yeah. They're not paying me. If you buy from them and you use my name, that, that doesn't matter. Okay, I'm not getting a discount from them. I'm just giving you products that we use in our agency every day. Hello, loyal listeners. Hey, are you a local agent struggling to find markets for your client? Maybe you, maybe not. Look no further than Nation Brokerage Solutions. With over 200 carriers, their comprehensive options give you what you need for your customers' ever-changing needs. With NBS, as they say it in the cool world, you can confidently offer a wide range of options to better support your customers and grow your business, A.K. agency. Don't settle for less. Do more with NBS. For more information about Nationwide Brokerage Solutions, visit nbsbrokerage.com. CAS certified. So... What was the one that I was talking about? Um, AI in the browser. AI in the browser. So he has, um, this is this is really, 
when I saw this, I didn't see the future. I felt like the future had already passed me by. It was, it was pretty monumental. I watched the guy do um, possibly 11 quotes in less than about 30 30 seconds. And what I mean by that is, is that let's say that there's someone in PL Raider, a company that doesn't integrate with them and you have to go into PL Raider and then you have to go into that company and you have to integrate, then you have to put the information in there. Very common thing that happens in agencies. You don't have to do that anymore because once the information is loaded into the system by like a risk advisor, where we take all the information in now with our customers information and we put that in and it's sent to a VE who puts that into PL Raider, we don't have to do that anymore. Once you put it into risk advisor, now the AI and the browser has memorized all of the, all of the data and you can go to any carrier and with a simply press of a button, it'll flip through all the screens for you in a matter of 10 seconds and fill all that information in. And here's the difference. This is different than RPA, which is robotic processing automation, because once the bot is set and knows where to go, if the carrier changes that UX experience in any way, now the bot doesn't know where to go because when it goes there, that field is not there, not the AI. The AI understands, even if the question is rewritten, the 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 AI knows what information it's needing. If they take that question off page two and put it on page four, the AI will see it, keep that information until it gets to it and drop it in there. Now think about the fact that you don't have anything other than you have a little thing that pops open. And when it pops open, boom, 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 boom. It's now selecting your carriers and bam, 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 and getting quotes. Mm -hmm. Take it step further. It now the AI knows the underwriting guidelines for the carrier. So it can actually run the report, read the report, match it against the underwriting guideline and actually spent you out a bindable quote, 11 of them in about 30 seconds, bindable presenting our presentation proposal, three to five minutes. That is electrifying things. And it's, it's being built like right now for delivery in the next six to eight months. That's it's uh, there's already agents using it. There's an agency. What we're doing right now is we're training the AI. One of the things that Carl explained to me, very brilliant person. He explained to me that we need for these large language models. We need these. We need the data of the world to be able to anyone in the world, ask it a question and it can do like what we know of chat GPT uh, chat GPT. But the data that's needed inside just for your agency to make those same decisions, predictions, analogies, discussions, answers, that doesn't that doesn't need a lot. So what we're doing right now is we're recording our screens. So we have Loom, nothing more than that. And when people are doing quotes, when people are doing service tasks, we're recording that and then we're sending it to them. And then what they're doing is they're mapping out and teaching the AI how we do inside of a browser. I'll take it one step further. This is this is live right now. This agency in Michigan who has a little under a hundred people, they can they can reset, restart all the computers, any computer in there. They can take any one of their employees and sit them down at any one of the computers, Peter, mm-hmm. and they can start typing. And within two seconds, it'll tell you exactly who that employee is, because mm-hmm. the way we type is unique. Everything that we do is unique. When you have your AMS open to this screen, it probably means you're getting ready to go over to this carrier, which is listed in the carrier section and make a billing payment. Do you want us to just do that right here for you? How much is it? Right? Mm -hmm. So these are the things that are being created outside 
of the management system. And this is where we finally start to see the depletion and the deterioration, or I guess we should say the use of the AMS system Mm -hmm. and where we go into CRMs. It used to be about policy management and data management. Today, it's about the management of that data, but that we have with our carriers, that we have with our our producers, that we have with our clients, all wrapped into one to where that we can get the data out of that, but not the phone numbers. We don't care about the phone numbers. We don't care about the addresses. That's Mm -hmm. categorical data. What we're looking for is we're looking for behavioral data. When did you get that phone number? How did you get that phone number? Who gave it to you? At what time of the day? What other device, what other information did we get? Yeah, yeah. So these are just some mm-hmm. of the things that are out there. And I mean, I just told you about three places. There's 167, we're calling. Yeah, that's very cool to hear. It's actually really encouraging. Uh, it shows you um, that the investment, um, it, 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 you know, that, not that many people would be getting into this if it wasn't worth it, that the, that the independent agent and broker didn't have. A significant mm-hmm. market share in different lines of of insurance, and Good point. you know, Jason, the thing, the thing that strikes me uh, about AI is that it could it could um, eliminate some agents who you know are just about the status quo or at the you know the, the twilight of their careers, um, but it could really really help smart agents um, spend more time. Like the the analogy, uh, my daughter's uh, got a, her a master's in gerontology, the study of older elderly, and she says the the future nursing homes won't be nursing homes because right now the staff runs around helping people with you know chores like you know changing bedpans, helping people in the bathroom, feeding them, etc. Robots are going to do all that in the near future, she says, and what the staff will do is actually spend time. On the social side, which is the critical uh, thing that elderly need is socialization. Mm-hmm. And wouldn't it be great if you got rid of more of this frictional stuff that agents deal with because they're real efficient at being inefficient? You know, they're they're dealing with the legacy software and things that they're that they've been using for decades. It seems to be fast, but with AI now, fast is a whole nother level. What do you do with your time? What do you, what do you do with that savings? It could it could really re-energize um, how that whole relationship, uh, the, that experience that agents can have on a human level. That's that's my feeling anyway. Absolutely, everything you said. So here's the thing. Here here here's the thing. Um, AI will not replace agents, but those agents who use AI will replace those who don't. And this is so important for us to understand because today I call it the great separator. I I, I created this in 2018 and I'm talking about where we are today, five years later, and it's getting worse. It's getting, it's getting, the, the separation is getting bigger. In 2018, you only had to do one or two things to be kind of tech like me, market like me, have the service uh, processes that we do, the sales processes, the way we use technology. You you, you were only a few steps behind me. In 2020, um, with the way things changed, oh, you fell. If you didn't really change, you really fell four or five, six steps behind me. 
And now here we are in 2023 and we're talking about this and I'm using RPA automation. My team does not go get cancellations. They don't get check. They don't check up on claims to see if the claim has been paid or if there's a new claim or if one's been closed out or, or if there's any issues. They don't do that. They don't go get documents. Here we have, um, our management systems and, and, and act and all these places putting in so much time on edocs. I, we'll get all of our own DDocs. You know, we do this in, in about seven other processes through RPA. We use we use Adapt API, which is a company that has created robots that takes this stuff and goes and does it. We come in at seven in the morning and we have one file that has all that stuff and our VE breaks it down. So mm-hmm. we're starting to look at ways that you can't compete with me. Because mm-hmm. uh, they put it this way, Peter, we're an agency of a little less than a million in revenue and we have um we have robots doing this for us and it's costing us anywhere between 200 to 500 dollars a month for for us to pay you pay per transaction mm-hmm. think of that peter yeah. think of all that work i just told you that v, that people are doing in inside agencies today and i just told you how i did it with a with a robot and doing it way more and guess what my staff doesn't want to do that that's not that's not that's not that's not what they get excited about you know, that's not going to build your culture. Right. And so there's all these steps that are coming involved. And now it's to the point where if you don't get into this, like you have to catch catching me and other agencies that are out there. And please, please believe me, they're way past me even. And it's like there comes a point in time where you just can't compete against that. When you're a million dollar agency and you have 15 people in your agency and I'm a million dollar agency and I have seven. Think of that. Think of that. And that's not yeah. going to me and the owner. That means we're investing this baby right back into it, hiring producers and teaching them the process and technology and investing in them. So this is more than just technology. This is about the way we're going to run agencies now yeah. and in the future. And it builds. I want you to know that AI makes you a superhuman. Mm-hmm. AI makes you a superhuman. It doesn't make you, it doesn't take away from you. It enhances you. In 1998, Watson beat. The first master chess player beat him. The problem with it is Matt Watson could never been beat after that until 2008 when a master chess player playing with AI beat Watson. That is a glean into what we're talking about here. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it kind of reminds me um, uh, of like the first browsers in the, in the mid nineties, the first email platforms, CompuServe and AOL. And, you know, these, these browsers before, um, you know, Google took over, but they, it was just sort of clumsy and kind of weird. If you looked at it now, you'd say, my gosh, that was a website. That was, that was Amazon's <laughs> website. And AI is like that. People, well, you know, well, just wait, you know, just wait for it. And I think, you know, listeners should start to play around with chat GPT and some of these other things. Um, uh, U.com is another one. Just, just try, try, try something. We just had a company retreat where we, we were having fun where we were, AI was writing bios of our staff and like lightning speed and, and Shakespearean sonnets, you know, just hysterical stuff that comes out of it. Mm-hmm. You got to play around with it, man. You got to, you got to check it out. But let me, let me um, get back to your event because we haven't talked about when it is and where it is and who's oh, invited yeah. and how you're setting the show up. Well, because, you know, uh, once again, I was, as I came into this great industry, I ran into people like Peter Van Artrike and I watched how at Brand Camp he 
brought together the fact of he was a doctor, everyone. He wore this doctor suit and he compared your agency <laughs> to different parts of your business. See, Peter, see, I actually paid attention. And and he compared to everything like that. And I realized that not only do you have to work to get these people together, but you need marketing, right? And so what we did is is August 29th, 30th, and 31st um, in beautiful downtown Indianapolis at the Indianapolis Convention Center, right nice. in America's heartland, baby. I like yeah. to call it America's kitchen because when America <laughs> needs to eat, that's what they're looking for. So, so why we did it there, Indianapolis, Indiana, because we're independent insurance agents trying to use technology to get our independence, right? So, so that's what we use that for. And so the first day, which is a Tuesday, so this goes on on a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, enough time for you to work, fly out, learn, fly back, right? Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Tuesday is indie sales. So that is for young agents only. It's 35 years and younger or in the industry less than three years. And what they are doing is they've got some high power speakers that we're bringing in for them because that's something that we don't teach. That we're lacking in this industry too is good sales where you can teach prospecting and sales and these different, not using the technology like they, like, uh, Mitch Gibson, who's leading that charge. He said, Cass, we're putting away the technology. I want whiteboards. How do we build pipelines? Right. How do we define our customer. They want to do those kind of things. Um, but on Wednesday and Thursday, that's when we'll actually have the uh, the showcase. So we'll start out eight to 10. Uh, we have Jim Harris. Uh, I encourage you to look him up on LinkedIn. He's an international uh, technology disruptor. His last book was in 80 countries. Um, he, he is phenomenal. He probably costs way more than I'm paying him, even though I'm paying him arm and a leg. But I, once again, I found Jim back before he was nobody in 2012, 2013. And Jim is blessing us with his presence. Um, it's going to be electric. And then um, what we're also going to do, it's going to be fun. I want you to know this. This is important, Peter. This is about independent insurance agents and the technology provided for them. What do I mean by that? I mean that like Aubie Knight's going to open it up with giving us a 15 to 20 minute history lesson on the first insurance agent in 15, I think 96, I believe is when mm-hmm. it was 1592, somewhere in there. He's going to give the, and then he jumps ahead like 50 years, three or four times and talks about different things that really connects you to let you understand who we are as independents. Um, that's going to be pretty cool. And then we're going to have the the show open up. Now we are creating a customer experience for you, an attendee experience. So you can walk around this. It's in, this is, this is equivalent of two football fields. Okay. This is how big mm-hmm. these are, these two rooms and they're connected together. And what you will do, if you go to Indie Tech 2023, you can go in, you can buy your tickets. There's a floor map. You can see this up that I'm doing. Indie, I N D I E T E C H 2023.com. And what you can do is, is you're going to walk through, remember those six steps that I was talking about, listeners? That's what mm-hmm. you're going to walk through. You're going to walk through the confi- developing leads, qualifying leads, cultivating leads, the quoting and sale, the service aspect, the closing aspect, the referral aspect. And you are going to encounter the technology that would be used in that point in the process, in the customer journey. People ask me all the time, Cass, where do I use Wonderwrite? Well, you're going to be able to say, wow, at this point in time in the journey, this is where I would be using that. And it allows all these people that you don't know to be showcased with those. And it's funny because I had a management system that said, so Jason, 
you telling me that all the management systems are going to be together? And I said, let me tell you, let me ask you, which is better, you being together or not? Because you really don't have any statistics. But let me tell you what does. Fast food restaurants, grocery stores, a lot of different restaurants and a different type of uh, shopping malls. They all want to be together because it actually benefits them all to be together. Mm-hmm. And that is why we're taking that because it's part of that. We have some management systems and some companies as well that are actually buying three and four booths because they're in different parts of the customer journey. And they're going to have different people in there explaining that different part. At the same time, we um, have uh, an experience for the vendors. So somebody, an attendee is going to go up and start looking at some of the technology and saying, wow, this is cool. Didn't know about this. And instead of sitting there talking to them for 15, 20 minutes, we're going to have big, huge demo stages on either end of the um, facility. And there will be 30 chairs in front of there. And people can say, hey, at 2 o'clock, we'll be on this demo stage. And you can go and watch the full demo for 30 minutes. We'll have two demos on each stage. And then there will be designated areas where you can then take somebody, if you want to continue on the conversation, maybe close the deal or show them, get more in-depth with their agent specifically. So we're creating that for them. And then in the afternoon, in the morning, there will be technology courses. This is the part that I took from Applied. So we'll have technology tracks of Petron technology of how to create a digital onboarding process or renewal process, how to clean up my data, these different types of things like that, that they, that we need to get education on that we don't get education on. When you go to, when I go to conferences, no one's talking about this stuff, but yet we're all mm-hmm. using this stuff every day. So those are the things. Now on the second day is pretty much the same thing, except I'm opening with Keith Savino and he is going to give a little bit of a different spin on the uh, history And then Ryan Hanley is doing a tech-centric presentation. It's specifically prepared for this. I'm really excited for him. He's one of my greatest buddies in this industry, so I only thought that he would be fitting for it. Mm -hmm. And then after that's over, we're going to have a CEO panel. And so far, I've invited um, Amy Zupan, who is the CEO of Vertifor. She's accepted. Um, Reed Holsworth, who's the CEO of Ivans. He's accepted. Uh, Mike Becker, who is the CEO of the Professional Independent Insurance Agents, he's accepted. Trying to get somebody else from the big eye because I want it. I want it to be representative of the fact that I want to create what I call Switzerland. Mm-hmm. This is this is a neutral ground. This is not b- about the big eye. This is not about the PIA. This is not about the two AMS systems that control seventy percent or more of the market. This is about independent insurance agents, and we want to hear from them. I also have a um, an invite into Taylor Rhodes. I think he might be busy that month or that week, but he's trying to work some stuff out from what I know. So um, those are the people that we're inviting to get them on stage. And Peter McDonald from Wonderwrite, he's a fantastic interviewer. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, he's, he's a fantastic great. interviewer. So I'm going to have – I'm putting him in charge of that to where he'll be doing that. So once again, that's what we're doing. And that is indie tech. And I encourage people having a big band at night, big party. It'll be so much fun. Having so, fun, yeah. Five ninety nine. It's five ninety nine to come, and anybody else in your agency is three ninety nine. Peter, my food costs are four oh seven. So I'm oh, literally I know losing about, I know I'm losing money on the second person to make sure that we get as many people there as possible so that we can expose all this great technology that's going to be our future. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a really interesting project and very ambitious, Jason, um, and very cool. I'm I'm sure 
um, everybody's going to learn a lot about what's possible specifically for independent agents. Um, so again, the the dates are August 29, you said, the 31. Do I have that right? That's right. August 29th, 30th, and 31st. But for if that's if you're a young agent. If you're just okay. coming from the tech, it's August 30th and 31st, those last two days. Okay, cool. All right. Yeah. Indianapolis. Nice. Mm-hmm. And Very once nice. again, it's well, indie, mm-hmm. it's indie tech. That's I-N-D-I-E Tech T-E-C-H. 2023.com. You go there, whether you're a vendor or you want to be an attendee, it'll lead you down the road. We mm-hmm. have a we have a 23 person committee. It's just not me putting this on. There's a bunch of us that have gained together to make this happen. Peter, thank you very much for allowing me to come on. Oh yeah. Your presence, no, it's your presence is, is you. huge. And I really did think about this last night. Um, I was having a couple of things of wine. I was really thinking about <laughs> the fact of the brand camp and how instrumental that was. And then knowing that you had a podcast gave me the, you know, to say, man, maybe this is something that I should do. Um, and so I think really, I didn't realize it either until the last day or two. You've been a big uh, part of my life. And Peter, I greatly appreciate that. And what's really cool is you just are moving to Florida here soon. And so mm-hmm. am I. So I think this might be the beginning of a beautiful relationship. <laughs> yeah, right. Where we're going to be a little closer in the country. Yeah, yeah. I uh God's waiting home, St. Pete, Florida. Um Damn right, baby. And uh it's 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 really really nice down there. Um and I have just a footnote. I got to give full credit uh to our mutual friend Rick Morgan who approached <sighs> me for the idea of um of having the podcast. I think we started in 2007 with Insurance Journal. We, uh, they've been just a Wells Media and all the Insurance Journal properties, carrier management, et cetera. They've been great partners. And over these many, many years, I mean, it's just been like decades of podcasting, but the, it's, you know, I, I don't consider it work, Jason, you know? Um, no. It's fun to talk with cool people like yourself who are making a difference. And if I could go back in time and I, I could be, um, a young agent or be someone your age, I, I, I think I would enjoy another round of this. I'm, I'm sort of in the twilight myself. And, uh, but I look back, it's like there's certain people who, who rise above average and, and they, and there's just not a lot of them. There's not a lot of Jason's out there. So I, mm, I really you. have appreciated knowing you all these, these years and wish you the best with the conference. Yeah. Thank you, Peter. I know you'll be there to support me and I greatly appreciate this podcast because it's going to go out everywhere. Thanks, bud. Thanks, bud. Take care. Hey, agents, listen to this. Listen to this. What are we terrible at? Think of it. Think of it. Really? We're, we're terrible at training, right? We're not very good at hiring. We're not very good, terrible at firing, actually. Uh, terrible at creating process and some workflows. Terrible at technology and implementing that technology and even knowing what type of technology we want. And the list goes on and on. Now, listen, I'm an agency owner. And I, you know how it is to, to fix a problem. The first thing you've got to do is you got to admit you have a problem. Here's what you do. Go to virtualintel.com. Check out what we do because we do all those bad things that you can't do. Really? And you may do one or two of them well. 
Good for you if you can do them all. Just want you to know you're in the minority. But if you can't do any of them good or you don't even want to do them anymore because it just takes too much mental power, then good for you for realizing that and give us a call. I'm telling you, virtual intelligence, that's what we do. And where we specialize in high quality VEs, not virtual assistants. Look it up. Go to ChatGPT. Put in what's the difference between a virtual assistant and a virtual employee. Enough said. I don't have enough time to go on and on about all the differences on this 60 second commercial, but you've got time to search it and look at it. That's what we do. We deliver high quality VEs. We mix the technology with it. We train them on the technology, give them and the technology to you and you're off to the races. I'm not joking with you. You can call my agency at any time, ask for Lordland. And we do ask her, say, how fast are you able to do quotes? I've actually got a couple videos of it. That's right. We can do five to 10 carriers in one quote in three to seven minutes. So you give me an auto quote, I can do five to 10 carriers in three to seven minutes. How are we doing it? We're doing it through the technology of virtual intelligence. Give us a call, check us out. You can ask for me personally, I'll do the demo for you. Who are they? Cast certified. This has been On Point with Peter Van Artrike, a podcast presentation of Wells Media Group.